Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be a good one. It's actually inspired by you guys. If you're not already following me over on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles, you definitely need to tune in there. I'm on stories all the time, what feels like, but I put up a poll not too long ago asking what you're struggling with most or what you... Um, want more content on and especially around this back to school season. And so many of you responded with, I need help meal planning for back to school, like getting dinner on the table. Like it's stressful. There's a lot going on with pickup and drop off and, you know, after school activities and all the things. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to meal plan during the school year, whether it's daycare or more traditional school, you know, K through eight or whatever, um, all the things. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and how to be successful with our meal planning and also what that can look like for different families. So let's start off here. So number one is things are going to change, right? We just came off of summer. Maybe there was some more flexibility in your home. Uh, Maybe there was more travel. Maybe there was less travel. Maybe things were on a more secure schedule and now things are changing, right? And so being okay with a season of time of it changing and the adjustment period it might take. It's okay if it takes you a month, two months, whatever, to figure out a new schedule that works for you and your family, whether that comes to activities or what I'm mostly talking about here is food and meal and snack schedule. So if you've been around for a while, you know I'm a huge fan of like a meal and snack rhythm and following it day in, day day out, having some predictability about when they're going to eat. So in this season, you might find that things are shifting, right? Most kids come home from school hungry, ready for a snack when they get home. So I would probably incorporate that into your day, depending on what's going on there, having some sort of snack um, after that school time. And then that might push back your dinner, right? Because if you're not getting home till closer to four, or 4.30 or if they have an after school activity or whatever that might be, or maybe you don't pick them up till you're done with work closer to 5 or 5.30 and you're like, do I do a snack? Do I not do a snack? Don't try to hold them off. That might impact when your dinner time is. So be gracious with yourself. The biggest thing I would say here is to communicate with your child. Whatever that looks like, let them know when the next time you're eating is or if something's changing. If you're going to skip dinner because they have baseball and you're going to actually do a late dinner, you know, let them know, Hey, we're going to eat dinner after baseball practice. You know, should we do a quick snack now? Right? Like have that conversation with them. We don't want our kids on the edge of their seat, wondering if they're going to get fed. We want them to know, Hey, mom has a plan. Dad has a plan. This is how this is going to go. And your needs are getting met. Right? So have that conversation with them, have open communication. If things aren't quite going to plan, it happens to all of us. Just communicate with them that their needs are going to get met. So My number one tip when it comes to meal planning and going back to school or even just the fall hectic season or really at any point with meal planning is to simplify, 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 simplify. You can always get fancy later, but if you are struggling to make a meal plan, stick to a meal plan, figure out a meal plan, like anything, 
truly start really simple. Have a rotation of, I don't know, seven to 10 different meals that you know how to cook, you like to cook, your family likes, and that are easy to grab those ingredients. Maybe you mostly have them on hand and rotate through those. Once you get really good at rotating through those seven to 10, you can start incorporating new ones if you want to. But I call these kind of my, uh, stupid simple meals. (laughs) So I have a list literally on my phone of different meals that we like in our house. I have them separated into three different categories. Number one are these stupid simple meals that are just like, hey, don't forget you can make pancakes for dinner. Don't forget you can do scrambled eggs and toast. Don't forget that you can make quesadillas. Like it's gonna be okay. These are your super simple meals. You get in the basics, you give them what they need, but you don't even need to look up a recipe. Like it's so easy. You can do it on an autopilot, right? And so those are the meals. They usually take between... 15 to 20 minutes max, sometimes like five minutes, depending on the meal. Um, And some of that's like hands off time too. And then I have a category of meals that are kind of more of my like staples. These are the meals I like to cook. These are kind of the meals that uh, my family likes, but they're like a little more interesting, maybe take a little bit more time in the kitchen, um, have a little bit more unique ingredients, a little bit more variety here. And then the other category of meals are like stretch meals. Like I had to look this up on Pinterest and I had to look at the recipe in between each ingredient, but we really liked it, right? Or this is a list of recipes I want to try. So those are the three I look for. Now in the back to school season of life, I would stick with the first group of recipes. Stick with those first, unless there's a day or a time that things are a little bit more loose. Like you don't have any extra school curriculars or activities. Um, You don't have people over, you're not exhausted. And you're like, oh, I can actually pull off a little bit more of a fancy meal. Then do that. That's great. But don't try to shoot for the moon here. We are just getting it super simple on a rotation. And once we feel confident doing that, adding in small things, start there, especially if you're a newbie, if you feel like you have never been able to stick to meal planning and executing, start there. Now, if you already feel like you have this meal planning thing kind of under control, you can absolutely expand a little bit more, start with a little more on your plate. But the biggest thing I would say is every week or weekend to look back on your week and ask yourself what went well and what didn't go so well or what could go better next time and ask yourself what happened, right? Like, I didn't stick to my meal plan at all. We ate out, you know, three nights this week. Oh my gosh, what happened? And you can tell yourself, well, I didn't see my meeting ran late or uh, my kid's teacher called me in and I had to go meet with them and I couldn't prep dinner. You know, answer what happened so that you can prep for that next week. Over 75% of moms who follow me over on Instagram report that they struggle to offer a variety to their picky eaters. Yet we know that offering a variety of foods is not only important for combating picky eating, but also vital for their overall health. Revamp My Rebuild and Expand Variety Meal Plan is designed to increase variety and exposures to new foods while decreasing your stress. This meal plan takes family staples and builds on them week by week to drastically increase the variety your little one is exposed to in just one month. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing that you're serving them a variety of food while taking the guesswork out of it. Revamp uses methods I teach inside Table Talk like bridging and food chaining. And no, you don't have to understand these techniques completely because the system does it for you. It's a 70-page system with over 100 total recipes for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner, plus my top tricks, favorite gear, and other fun surprises along the way. You can follow the rotation day by day for 30 days, 
or you can pick and choose your favorites to filter in on your own time. So if you're stuck in a rut with meals and want to try something new while also helping your picky eater eat a bigger variety, this system is for you. You can click the link in the description box below to grab your copy today. All right, now back to the show. The other things I would say is, of course, make a meal plan, but pay attention to the meal plan that you're making in relation to what you have going on. If you have a PTA meeting on Tuesday night, don't plan homemade from scratch pizza, right? Like that should be your night that it's like quesadillas or scrambled eggs. If you have, uh, I don't know, friends coming over on Friday night, maybe don't make a huge meal Thursday night and you're going to be burnt out and exhausted on Friday and not going to want to cook for anyone. If you have you, you know, a solo night parenting, your husband stuck at work or whatever on Wednesday night, maybe that's the night you decide to get takeout and take it easy on yourself, right? So absolutely make a plan, but relate that plan to your activities to like try to forecast your stress levels, your energy levels the best you can. Obviously it's not going to be perfect and that's okay. Um, the other thing that kind of goes along with that is be flexible. If you had, you know, from scratch homemade pizzas planned for Tuesday night and it's just not working out, maybe swap it for something easier that you maybe had plan on, planned on Wednesday. You can just swap those two days. You don't have to throw the whole plan out the window and call it a night. You can just swap. So I, I think that's huge. <laughs> the other thing too, of course, is to cook once and eat twice, maybe even three times, whether this is using leftovers in your kid's packed lunch, so it saves you a little bit of time, or using leftovers on like a certain night of the week. Thursday night is our leftover night, and it works great for our household. It really sets me up for a little bit more energy going into the weekend, um, and uh, Thursdays are my working nights. So Josh is solo parenting, and uh, leftovers are king in that situation. Another hack here is to use grocery pickup. This is so great for picking up right before you pick up the kids from school or right after. Just grab the food, order it the night before. That's what I do. The kids are in bed. I can focus on my grocery order, order the groceries, pick them up, and they are good to go. Grocery pickup is a freaking godsend. I honestly like almost want to thank COVID because I don't think I would have tried it had there not been COVID. And I'm so grateful I did. Now, that being said, I do struggle a little bit with produce. I feel like they give you the worst produce. I feel like they're like, great, they're not here to pick it out. I'm giving them this apple with this huge bruise and these bananas that are already speckling. So I try to be a little bit more persnickety about that. Or sometimes I'll run in and grab produce um, or get it at the farmer's market and then order everything else through grocery pickup. So just a little hint there. Um, another thing that really makes meal planning for the week easy is to prep one to two things per week. This does not have to be a huge meal prepper, Pinterest, take all the pictures, all the unique little glass dishes filled perfectly to the brim of pre-cooked food. This is more so like, oh, I should hard boil some eggs for the week because that'll make it really easy. Oh, when I'm cutting up this onion for taco night, I should just cut up two onions because I'm, I already have the cutting board out. It's already going to be dirty. I'm already doing the dishes and I need an onion for my uh, lasagna on Friday night or whatever, right? So just go ahead and chop two onions and put the rest in the fridge for when you need it on Friday. You're going to thank yourself. Like, oh, I saw this quote yesterday. I think it was yesterday. That said, do something today that your tomorrow self will thank you for. And I was like, oh, that's such a good reminder. Like set yourself up for tomorrow to be easier than today was. And just taking that one step, like truly, I'm not telling you to prep everything and do all the things, but taking that one step could be so, so helpful. Recently, I made um, pulled chicken sandwiches and they were barbecue sandwiches. But what I did was I cooked the meat. I didn't cook it in the barbecue sauce, although usually I do. I just cooked it in like some olive oil, salt and pepper, seasoning, whatever, shredded it, 
took a large portion of it out, froze it, shredded, like unseasoned practically, and then put barbecue sauce and continued to cook the chicken. It was still ridiculously delicious. And now I have shredded chicken for another day that I'm not filling up for it. I can just pull out of the freezer and use in a meal and like a chicken curry or a soup or something. And it's already done for me. So do one thing today that will help your tomorrow self. Um, Prep one to two things for the week, even if it's just cutting veggies so it's easy to throw in a lunchbox or even putting all of the ingredients that you need for a dinner one night into a bowl in your fridge is so helpful. Like it seems silly, but it really does cut down on time when you're not digging through your fridge trying to find things. It's all put together. You've got everything you need right here. You just take the bowl out and you start cooking. So that can be really, really helpful. I want to hop in real quick and take a second to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Dino Bars. Dino Bars are all organic fruit and vegetable bars that are wrapped in edible paper. Yes, you heard me right. Edible paper made from potato starch. And what that means for you is that you can get all the benefits that come with a fruit and veggie forward bar without the mess. Insert praise hands here. But seriously, I was really skeptical about these bars. I thought they were going to be another kind of sticky, gooey mess that my littlest ones had trouble chewing. They're not like that at all. The kids love them, but I love them too. Not only because they taste delicious, but they have simple, balanced ingredients that make for a great option for nutrition on the go. Click the link in the description box below and use code Alyssa10, that's A-L-Y-S-S-A, the number 10, for 10% off. And don't you dare get a pack without my absolute favorite flavor, purple sweet potato raspberry. Okay, now back to the show. All right, the next tip I have for you is to utilize freezer meals. I have been very hesitant to actually be able to implement this well. I tend to put things in my freezer and then never look in there again. So what I do is now when I meal plan, I look in my freezer and see, is there something already in here I can just pull out and make it super easy? Um, The other thing that I had to train myself to do is before bed every night, I look at my menu plan, which is just hanging on my fridge and see, is there something I need to take out of the freezer tonight (laughs) to make tomorrow easier? Because I cannot tell you how often I have planned something and not taken it out of the freezer. It happens so much. But utilizing freezer meals, again, it doesn't even have to be like a full baked meal, perfect, ready to go, pull it out of the the freezer and put it in the oven. It can be just like portions of it. Like I said, the shredded, shredded chicken or something along those lines. But having something in the freezer, super helpful when you have the extra time, maybe you do right now to get that all set up. Um, or maybe you can ask a friend, you know, if you just had a baby is perfect time to be like, Hey, can you fill up my freezer? (laughs) Right. Or, um, something along those lines, or when you are baking, um, or cooking something, make a double portion. It's really not that much work and you can put the second portion into the freezer. So if you're making lasagna, go ahead and make two, throw one in the freezer. So that can be really, really effective to give yourself a little time, uh, back later, right? Do something today that your future self will thank you for. All right. The last one I want to end on today, just to make back to school meal planning and cooking and sticking to the plan easier is to like schedule in or plan in giving yourself a break. So again, using maybe some of those like stupid, simple meals, or maybe it's takeout. Maybe it's going over to a friend's house for dinner, right? Doing something that gives you a break using paper plates, right? Like we're not here to like, burn ourselves out in motherhood. We are here to help our kids. And if we can't function because we've put too much on our plate, then it's not actually effective. So giving yourself a break and actually putting it into the plan 
I know so many of us are just like, oh, well, if things aren't going to plan, I'll just go out to eat. And it's like this backup plans that's kind of like in our head. But what that actually does is it sets us up for burnout because we have a new meal every single day of the week and we're actually burning out trying to keep up with it. When if we had a break planned in for Wednesday night, we can we can trudge through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, because we know that break is coming on Wednesday. And then once that break has come on Wednesday, then we can trudge through the rest of the week because we know another break's coming maybe on Sunday or whatever. So I would recommend planning in your breaks. Now, this is a um, total side note. Um, I know you guys know I'm a Christian. And so this is something that really revolutionized the way that I thought about rest and uh, spe- specifically the Sabbath, because we one time had our pastor talking about how when we know that Sundays are our Sabbath, a day of rest, we work so much harder Monday through Saturday, knowing that we get that day of rest on Sunday. And when we don't know that we're going to rest on Sunday, all we see in our brain is I'm working hard forever, right? Which burns us out and makes us exhausted every day and every night and every moment that we have another thing added to our plate. We're like, oh my gosh, more, more. But when we don't have a break on the horizon, it can just feel like, load after load, weight after weight. When we have that break on the horizon, we know we're going to have Sabbath. We know we're going to have a break. We know we're going to rest and not do any work that day. It can actually make us work harder the days before. And that really changed everything for me because I was like, gosh, that's true in everything, right? And that's why I love having a day or two planned in on my meal plan to take a break. Maybe Josh cooks for us that night, or maybe we do takeout, or maybe we go to a friend's house, or maybe we pull out a freezer meal, whatever that is. Having that planned in so I know I have a break makes it that much easier to go harder to do more on the days where it's not a break day. So I hope that helps. I hope this episode helped you get a little more organized for the back to school season and meal planning and trying to get dinner on the table. Uh, I guess I'm going to leave you this too is give yourself some grace. Like this time is stressful. It's a new season. It's the start of something new. No matter where you're at, whether your kids go to school or not, fall is the beginning of a new season. So give yourself grace, give yourself time, and it will come together. It may take more time than you would like. It's not going to be perfect right away. It's going to be messy, but that is life. And that is part of it. And showing up, even though it's messy, is important and teaching our kids really important values as well. So I hope that you are giving yourself breaks. And I hope things are going well. And I would love to hear from you. If you like this episode, if you have ideas, any other hacks or tips we can share with moms, I'd love to hear that as well. Uh, Make sure you're following me over on Instagram and you're subscribed to this podcast so you don't miss a thing. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at Alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas. Thank you.